Now it's time for Past Week, Next Week with Chris and Paul. Hey, Paul. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Let, yeah. me get, let me get my mic in front of my gullet here. I didn't do a very good job of saying, hey, we're, we're starting. You know today. what? The on-air light's on. I, yeah. sh- I should know. We always like to start the show with a song that symbolizes last week. And, and this really isn't last week, but it's getting us prepared. It is The End of the Line by the Traveling Woolberries. On past week, next week. I love this song. Well, it's all right. You know what's funny? This band's like 30 plus years old now. Mm -hmm. And when they came out, I thought, those guys are old. Yes. They're they're probably younger than we are in this band here. And here's what I think, too. When this band came out, you're like, whatever. Yeah. These yeah. are freaking musical Giant. legends who have defined the culture. Yes. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. And I just thought they were cast off irrelevant old guys mm-hmm. at the time because I was a young, dumb, smug. And I don't mean jerk. music would be different. I mean the world would be different <laughs> with that Bob Dylan uh-huh. and George Harrison. Yeah. I- I'll tell you, I'd put Tom Petty up there with him. Not, not with George Harrison, maybe, but... But with but, but Jeff he's Lynn. just, just a, a notch below, yeah. man. Yeah. And this guy Jeff Lynn from ELO, uh huh. He's the guy that got it all together. Oh, he is. Okay. God. ELO, I, I love ELO because when I was in second grade, I got an ELO record, mm-hmm. and it was pink or purple or something. It wasn't a regular black record. Oh wow! So bitching. That is kind of bitching. Yeah, I thought it was God. so cool, man. Yes. It was electric. It was light. And it was an orchestra. Why? It was all of those things. Yeah, how did they get the... And Roy Orbison was in here, right? Well, look at this video. Okay. There's Roy Orbison singing. I can yeah, totally hear See that. See the chair? Oh, because he's, he's he died. Before, yeah. He died before the uh, video. Oh, and there's his picture. Wow. Okay, here's a good Roy Orbison. He goes to England. Mm-hmm. And he has this opening band named the Beatles. Oh, really? And they're the Beatles are just psyched because it's like it's Roy Oberson, man. This is why we wow. did it. Wow! They did one show, and he goes back and goes, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm opening for them." <laughs> he seriously? Yeah. He goes, "I can't, I can't do it." Wow. That's an awesome story. Yeah, and that's why they're best pals with him. It actually gives me a ton of respect for Roy yeah. Orbison. God. I used to. Uh, Detest Tom Petty. I did too. And now I really like yes, his stuff. Yes, me too. Yeah. I guess I was just a, a dumbass kid. Yeah. And I even like the Heartbreakers. Oh, you do? Yeah. <laughs> um, was watching, they showed an old Saturday Night Live first last night, and the Wallflowers were the musical guests. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's Jacob Dylan. Yeah. The young, the young hip Dylan. Yeah. From. 21 years ago. It was like mm-hmm. a 2000 episode. I can't. Now, I've tried to listen to Bob Dylan music, mm-hmm. and I can't get into it. I can't either. But you can't deny the impact oh, he had. Yeah, absolutely. God. So now. Now, George Harrison's dead. Tom Petty's dead. Roy Orbison's dead. Wow. Bob Dylan's the only one left. Yeah. What about Jeff Lynn? Is he? I think he's alive. Okay. 
good. We'll keep you updated on that, folks. Yeah, please do. Now that was the Traveling Wilburys with End of the Line, and to me it sums up past week. Welcome to Past Week next week with Chris and Paul. Mm-hmm. I'm Chris. And I'm Paul. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> this is a show where we get you... We, this is a show where we review the most important things from the past week and get you ready for the next week. It's your one-stop podcast to keep you updated. It's a real week review. Just listen to us. You won't need any other information outlet. That's our guarantee. Oh. If it's Sunday morning, you can listen to us online at kctkradio.com or you can watch us on the Facebook Live at the KCTK Radio page. we got to make sure we go in there and um, share that, that video, Chris, because all of your fans on your own page right you know they, oh, they love it too they do and i've got to start it myself yeah here. so do that but is it really is just easier to use the kctk radio That's smartphone app do it. yeah just, just do it that way do it that way. i mean i'll start this but if begrudgingly you, okay if you don't have that app yet you can download it right now it's free you can join the experiment by calling or texting us at 913-735-0060 we welcome your participation excited to see that uh, we already have a text oh, we that do? already has come in, so we're, we'll get to that quickly. If you are listening to a rebroadcast of this program Sunday evening at 7 p.m., you're listening to Delmarva Talk Radio, or Tuesday evening at 9 p.m. on Good Talk Radio, you can still tell us your thoughts at the 913-735-0060 or on the past week, next week Facebook page. We welcome your participation. Coming up, we have a weekly news quiz, pop culture update, an incredible special feature, headlines and predictions, and much, much more. First, yes. why yeah. did I play that song? Um, Boy, it's all right. Maybe because it's it's going to be all right. We're coming upon mm, a... I'm not convinced of that. Okay. Um. Because most of that band is dead, and that's where most of us will be following this election. Wow, that's an even better idea. <laughs> now, just end of the line, we're at the end of the election. And, oh, thank and God, And we're going to be in, ending either uh, ending democracy or uh, ending insanity. One, one of the two will end, and we're at the end of the line. Uh, so we're excited about that. And also, I, I mentioned this in another podcast, and I want your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. I want to bring back the word hobo. I want, I want people. I want them to own that word. Interesting. And they were playing hobos in the video. Oh, okay. And where does the word hobo come from? I don't know. Maybe it's really bad, and I shouldn't be saying that. I, I don't know. Yeah. Is it? Is it short for Hoboken, New Jersey? Yes. I don't Go know with that. Yeah. But Frank Sinatra's from there, so hobo is a fun word. Yeah. I want to bring it back. Okay. I may want to be one someday. Hey, I had a depending on the election. <laughs> I had a great uncle and one of my grandmother's brother. I think Roscoe was his name, but Roscoe I may be hobo, mistaken. Yeah. But he was a hobo, and okay. he would he'd like be around the Kansas City area, work for a while, and then he would disappear for six months and just hop on a train. And what type of substance abuse did he have? I'm not sure. <laughs> what did they What did they abuse back then? Uh, Opium, maybe. Opium, but also I think it was from what the cartoons told me, it was uh, corn whiskey. Oh, corn whiskey, yeah, yeah, the three X's on the bottom. That's right. Yep, that's that was right. probably it. So that's good. Um, oh, so here's here's from our text line, mm. uh, dear. Last week, last week, <laughs> it's okay. That's all right. You uh, you did you interact with any treaters last night? I call them only treaters, as there is no proof that any one of these kids have done tricks in years. 
They do not deserve both monikers. So did you pass out candy? No. In fact, this is how how sad things are, I guess, for me. We went over and hung out with my mom and my sister a little bit yesterday afternoon. And then when we left, we're like, there's a little bit of sunlight. Let's go sit outside somewhere and eat a quick bite. Mm -hmm. So we went to Saints Pub because they have a nice outdoor dining space. Mm -hmm. It's safer out there. And I saw that the wait staff was wearing costumes. And it took me a second. Oh, that's funny. Why are the... Oh, it's Halloween. That's That's why. So that's how removed I am from Mm -hmm. this whole thing. But when we got home, I made sure to turn off the front porch light. We didn't have any candy to give anybody. Okay, so here's what I did. Yeah? I turned the lights on, and I went across the street to my parents' house, Phil's parents' house. Right. And uh, my mom lives there, and ate dinner with her. Oh, that's nice. And But when I came back, it was dark. Yeah. Okay, and I had my dogs with me. We were walking across the street, and I look across the street to my house, and there's a bunch of kids and parents knocking on my door because my lights are on. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, God, I think maybe I'll wait yeah. to walk in there uh-huh. and until they're gone. Nope, the dogs ran right to my front door, oh, so I no. had to go get them. And then the lady's like, oh, are these your dogs? I go, yeah, they're my dogs. Well, it looks like a dog lives down the street. Let me take... I go, just leave my dogs alone, lady. Okay. <laughs> I let the dogs in, and then I go, I'm sorry I don't have anything. And then the little girl turns around and goes, oh, we were knocking on your door, but you weren't home. And then she starts walking up to the, now that I'm home, she starts walking up like, oh, good, he's home. He's home. I'm going to get some candies. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I go, I'm sorry, sweetie. I don't have anything. Oh, God. Terrible. That's rough. But it goes back to our our texters. She She didn't trick me. As far as you I know. I deserved a trick. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Uh-huh. Yeah. Trick for being a dick. Right. Wow. Dick, they call it a dick trick. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the phrase oh. they use. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here, turtle, turtle. <laughs> okay. And here's a, here's something. A hobo is a traveling worker. Oh, okay. Maybe I will become a hobo someday. Sounds kind of glorious, yeah. honestly. We, uh, a person can dream. So, Wow. Thanks for participating so quickly in the show. But what else is going on, Chris? Well, you know, the typical, I sit in my house, I wake up, get a cup of coffee, work, stop working, have dinner, watch TV in my house. Um, One thing, and I need to get your opinion on this. Uh So, you know, my oldest daughter, Molly, is in an apartment down in Columbia. Well, my youngest daughter got to move to an apartment this week. Oh, okay. Um, housing let her move to a university-owned apartment, which is actually going to be cheaper than her dorm. And she's thrilled. Her and um, the one of the good friends that she's made since she's been at school are in this apartment together. Well, yesterday she calls me and they found out they're going to get a third roommate because there's four bedrooms in this apartment. Okay. The girl called her, said, hey, I'm moving in with you guys, introduced herself, and said, hey, I just want to let you know up front, uh, my boyfriend lives in the apartment complex, and he's a drug dealer, and he gets a little out of control sometimes. Um, I had to move out of the dorm because he kept coming and screaming through the door at me, and they wouldn't let me live in the dorm anymore. Um, I don't like that at all, so... I told her... Is it an ex-boyfriend? No, it's a current boyfriend. Okay, yeah. Then then you can't live here then. Yeah. I, I 
told her you got to talk to housing yeah and tell them what this girl told you that's right that's i think it would be different if it was like um i have an ex-boyfriend i'm trying to get away from mm -hmm. then maybe you'd support it but yeah not my i have a boyfriend he tried to beat me up but he may be over every once in a while yeah but he's really sweet you don't know him (laughs) like i do (laughs) That's just how he shows he well, cares. See, I'm going to change him. Oh, I'm going to change him. Yes. Yeah. So I was all happy because Abby's not been happy in the dorm. Yeah. And um, it's nice because she's in one of those apartments where everybody has their own locked door with their own bathroom and bedroom in there. So mm-hmm. she has her own space. And then she's got girl with psychotic boyfriend moving yeah. in. Just, yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe. <laughs> do, do we have some advice? Well, um, uh, we got a texter who is someone who always is seeing things on the positive side, and I, I appreciate that uh-huh. about him. It helps me. Unless they get a sweet hookup of free drugs. You know what? I didn't even ask what kind of drugs right. he dealt. Yeah. Because yeah. maybe, maybe they can get the hookup. You know what? I need to adopt this positive attitude. Right. That's right. That our dear listener has. I appreciate that yeah. so much. You know what? I retract it i take it all back now i think it's incumbent on you to explain yourself mm-hmm. there was no show last week that's fair okay so this is your time um ladies and gentlemen chris whiting with apologies yeah my deepest apologies i know a lot of people um they live and die by our guarantee right. this is the one-stop mm-hmm. shop for all the information they need to function in this world and um I let everyone down mm-hmm. last week, and I I don't want to say more so, but um, but it hurts because I also let myself down. Yeah, but I, here's the here's what's really, and I'm I don't mean to be throwing you in the bus, but and you need to take responsibility. Sure, we have an election coming up. Right, COVID is up again. Mm-hmm. This is dramatic times. It is. What and what do people rely on? Wine. <laughs> Right. No, they rely on this show. Oh, okay. right. Yes. Sorry. Just like the depression relied on the uh, fireside chats. Right. They rely on this. But mm-hmm. you're. What are you doing? You're drinking yourself silly. I'm, yeah. I'm medicating. I I went to uh, Herman, Missouri, mm-hmm. to celebrate the 50th birthday party of a, a dear friend. Well, mm-hmm. not celebrate the party. Celebrate the birthday. And Herman's a beautiful. You've been to Herman. Never been there. You've never been there? No, my well, wife went recently. We, we got to change that. Yeah. It's it's a fun, lovely place, it, and it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Beautiful little German town in the middle of Missouri. They The River Hill Country, I think they call Ooh. it. Very hilly and beautiful. The trees were glorious. Um, But they're not so much into masks down there. Yeah. So we went to a winery early on Saturday, mm-hmm. and it was nice. We were able to be outside and distanced. And then we're like, hey, let's go check out some other wineries because they're everywhere down there. We drive by the next one. Mm-mm, nope, that's a super spreader. Turn around, drive by the next one. Nope, super spreader. Yeah. Turn around, drive by the next one. Nope, super spreader. And so we went back to the like bed and breakfast place we were staying. It was just, just, it went, was, to Burbil- it was too- just went to Burbilia's and got <laughs> Yes, got, we did. Got yourself yeah. some... Uh, Mad Dog 2020. Yes. So then we sat and drank in the apartment, basically. So it was it was very fun. Um, nice to get away. But was it worth letting everybody down? I don't know, man. You have a lot to think about. But we're going to. I do. We, we, I know what I'm going to do, and I can't speak for everyone. I'm going to forgive you. Mm. 
But if thank you. Also, folks, if you don't forgive him, I understand. <laughs> I, I mean, this mm-hmm. isn't easy to do. It's, now yeah. we went to what they call Northwest Herman or Weston. Yeah, yeah, and we had a lovely time. Weston's beautiful yeah. this time of year too and we did wine tasting and it was great was it the winery in the church that mm-hmm. you went to in the old yeah yeah that's really fine. cool yeah and did you go to uh what's the restaurant with the you go it's it's a brewery and they've got the downstairs place that's kind of cool but also yeah. kind of creepy scary uh i've been there many times it's called o'malley's oh we didn't go there last time because i went there one time for a new year's eve party and mm-hmm. that's when you could smoke in the bar and it was terrible were you down in the basement part that has no ventilation? Yes. Oh, God, yeah. I hated it. So I've been there enough. But we went to someplace in eight and had a nice time. Yeah. I, yeah, I love Weston. Yeah. It's fun. It is fun. So anything else going on this week with you? Uh, I, I think that sums up my week pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Are, you working, are you working from home the whole time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Work from home every day. I will have to go into the office starting the... Uh, middle to end of november because we're redoing some training rooms um the av equipment and they need somebody on site just oh. to be there for the workers so fun. that falls to me fun Woo! i have nothing to report nothing my wife went out of town oh yeah i, I, saw, ordered, saw I a ordered a pizza and ate it um, she uh she go to arizona mm-hmm. well good for her yeah what's she doing there she has a friend who has a house down there and they go there every year that's fun. Yeah. Someone that's she went to high nice. school and college with. Oh, cool. So that's f- good times. Um, and then it's Bachelor Weekend. Yeah. Yes. I uh, partaked in Halloween by being a cowboy. Oh, really? You can see right there, that was my costume. Oh, it's a hat. Yes. Yeah, I like yes. that. And maybe a kerchief. Yes. Is I, that a kerchief? Mm-hmm. I put a hat on and I was a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> So what did you wear that to go over to your mom's to eat dinner to Phil's mom? No, I went. Yeah, I didn't go to. I didn't wear the hat to Phil's mom's, but Phil's parents. Yeah, um, I went to the Lakewood local and. Uh, oh, okay. I was a cowboy. Do they have a a lot of people in costume? They had some. Do you say costume or costume? I say costume. I do too, but I hear a lot of people say costume, like there's never, an H. I've never in heard there. that before. I don't know what the deal is. Okay, so yeah, people suck. We should probably get rid of the segment of what's going on because nothing, <laughs> there's nothing, nothing going on yeah. with our world. But I mean, the next segment's always kind of fun. It really is because it gets you up to date about what's been what's been happening in the world, not just what's happening in Paul and Chris, Paul and Chris's world, but the real world. Yeah, the whole great big wide world, and that is yes. The news quiz. I think I need to change my input. Now, here's what's exciting this week, folks. We have... Oh! we got another thing here. Hi, fellas. I'm a new listener. Always procrastinate my holiday shopping, specifically Christmas shopping. I need some tips. Wow. That's a, that's a rather timely question on the day after Halloween. Yeah. Um, you know what? You're a new listener. Appreciate that. And we'll do a whole show on that someday. Yeah, that that is... Uh, we're coming right up on that time of year. Yeah. You know what? I could use some tips myself. So uh, maybe researching that segment's going to help me out. I hope it does. So here's what's exciting, folks. We do the news quiz every week. Mm-hmm. Well, Slate has special election 
quizzes. Oh. So we're going to do that in our special feature segment. That's going to be fun. There's but, a little tease out there. But this like is that. just our regular. This is what we do every week. Every week we, we take the quiz. We usually get them right. When we don't, we're embarrassed mm-hmm. and Humiliated, upset. really. Yep. Yeah. But uh, we, we venture on. So here is the first question. Okay. What senior Trump administration official revealed that he was the author of 2018 New York Times op-ed about a resistance inside the Trump administration? I believe that's Miles Taylor. That is absolutely. Where is it? I hope it's correct. Well, I think it is, but I don't know for sure. Okay, oh, yeah. Okay. Yep, now we got the sound effect. Now, one fur, one fur. Have you seen this guy interviewed? Yeah. This is, okay, I think I still have the sound of Miles, and it scares me what this guy knows and what he has to say. Oh, gosh, what kind of a clip do you have here? I am telling you with every fiber of my being that some of the president's closest advisors did not think he had the mental acuity to do the actual job. We would go in there, again, in meetings, the scariest ones being in the Situation Room. And those are usually ones where I can't give you the details about what we were talking about. They'd be classified. But you would sit there trying to keep your jaw from hitting the floor because you're trying to present the president sensitive threat intelligence and information that he needs to consider, and he can't keep his mind on it. He can't focus, and he fidgets, and he gets confused. But this is the guy that we're, we're thinking you know, needs to protect our country in an emergency. So, and I guess he, as anonymous, he thought, I'll stay here and try mm-hmm. to help keep things correct. But, but then he had to, then he got, he quit, I think, and then he couldn't do anymore. Yeah. It'd be rough, man. If that was really how you, how you felt like, I think this guy's terrible, but I want to do my duty. Yeah. And yeah, man, that's a tough situation. Now, when I heard that clip, I don't know if you remember me telling you, this is what I did. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think I do remember this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, okay. So every and uh, everyone on the planet minus the Trumpers know this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good point, uh, Texter. So let's go to question number two. Okay. Who was the only Republican to oppose Amy Conan Barrett's Supreme Court nomination in the 52-48 to 48 Senate vote? Well, of the choices there, I think it's the only female senator. Yep, Susan Collins. Yeah. And Susan Collins um, is... What do you think of Susan Collins? I mean, I call her my main senator. <laughs> I know, stupid... Susan Collins is uh, the moderate senator from Maine mm-hmm. who's under re-election, and she voted most of the time with Trump, but then she does this type of stuff yeah. like she's, oh, yeah, she's going to lose. She is. I don't care for Susan Collins, yeah. but let me say that her plight to me really highlights how you can't you can't survive moderate right now Uh it is so divided yeah like she's getting eaten up by both sides now you probably we're here in kansas city missouri so we get ads for the senate race in kansas Mm -hmm. and i see this barbara boulay am i saying her name right boulay boulay Mm -hmm. 
So she's running as the Democrat. This is a woman who was the state senator in Kansas who was a Republican uh-huh. and then switched to become a Democrat because they were too radical. Yeah. She has on her commercials members of the legislature who are Republican who say she's really good to work with. Right. Seen some of those. And so her, her approach is, I'm a moderate. I can work with everyone. Okay? Yeah. As a liberal, I'm watching it going, don't work with them. They don't work with you. But she's she's under she's trying to do this, okay? And then what are the ads against her? That they're, she's they're a, painting her like she's like she's uh, AOC. Yeah. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can't win, and I don't know what politicians should do now because I don't know. I don't because I get the stop. You know, stand up for what you want to do and do it. Stop acting. Like, oh, I work with other people. These people aren't working with you. But then again. That's what we need. That's we we need to come back to that. There yeah. was a time when that happened, mm-hmm. and I mean, just the Supreme Court. You know, there was a time when people from other sides would actually listen to the hearings mm-hmm. and vote their conscience. Yes. and you would have Republicans that would vote for Democratic nominated, and vice versa. That's not happening no. anymore. It's well, and completely. here's what's happened too: is that the House. Of representatives has always been partisan, mm-hmm. and then the Senate was almost nonpartisan. Right, like you see some big things that happen, like the civil rights. It was always Democrats and Republicans that did it. Yep, that has been torn down. You can blame Harry Reid if you want. You can blame I blame Mitch McConnell a lot for mm-hmm. it. Sure. Okay, so that's this this most deliberate body in the world is gone from the United States Senate. That's terrible. But now they're doing it to the Supreme Court. I know. You know? And that's terrifying. Yeah. Well, what was it? Three years ago, maybe, I went to D.C. and we got to go uh, talk to Senator Bob Dole. Mm-hmm. And he was lamenting. I'm Bob Dole. That's my invitation. Yeah, that was a good one. Thank yeah. you. Hold your hand like yeah. that. But mm-hmm. he, uh, yeah, he, he was lamenting. He's like, you know, we used to be able in the Senate when I was there, you were friends with mm-hmm. the people in the other party. You could work on things together because it just doesn't exist now. And what's so strange about that is in 1976, Bob Dole is Gerald Ford's running mate. Mm-hmm. Gerald Ford put him on the ticket. because So Gerald Ford is running for president for the first time, but he was already president, right? Right. He had the conservatives coming after him with Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. Okay? So to appease the conservatives, he puts Bob Dole on. Wow. And no one would think Bob Dole is a conservative anymore. Not anymore. You know? No. Yeah. So that's just kind of where we are. Now, our, um, our texter just texts that uh, Barbara Boy is extreme, and he loves her. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I love that. Okay, so where were we? Oh, Susan Collins. Yeah, Susan Collins. Yeah, voted against her. Okay, question three. Fueled by winds gust reaching 65 miles per hour, which California fire has burned more than 13,000 acres near Irvine, about 50 miles southwest, southeast of downtown Los Angeles. Oh, boy. I don't know the name of this one. I'm going to go... What do you think? Montoya? Uh... Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, I was I was actually going to say Silverado just because I like that movie with Kevin Klein. They call it the Silverado. This that's a dumb question. 
We're, we're naming these things. I, yeah. I guess they're so terrible. That is a terrible fire, though. Oh, it, yeah. Horrible. I've you know, seen pictures of friends that live in California and Oregon with these fires that mm-hmm. the sky looks hellish. It's now, now, a few weeks ago, I went on a boat ride mm. at a lake. Braggart. And so at, it was when the sun was coming down and you could see like a mist up high. Yeah. And someone said, that's from the fire. That's from the fires in, oh in the West gosh. Coast. Oh, my gosh. I go, really? And they, that's what they said. Wow. I believe them. But it's just like, wow, that has really impacted yeah. things. Okay. Well, we missed one. We missed one. Sorry, folks. Question four. Mm-hmm. Protests and violent clashes broke out in which city after the police fatally shot Walter Wallace Jr., a 27-year-old black man, they said, was armed with a knife. That's uh, Philadelphia. That's that's correct, Chris. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, wait. Yay! Yay. Um, and what's even interesting about this is that Pennsylvania is a very important swing yeah. state. Maybe for, the most important. I don't know. Them in Florida seem yeah. to be the, the biggies. And so the idea, a lot of people's ideas, if Philadelphia, um, the Democrats there actually vote, Biden wins. Okay. Wow. So what happens in Philadelphia now? Is there, or, or is there going to be a backlash to the riots? Yeah. Is there going to be enthusiasm? Um, who, who knows? Who knows how it affects it? Uh, it's just yeah. crazy how things... It's just terrible. And yeah, folks, and let me go back to it. It's terrible that someone died. It really is. I'm yeah. sorry about that, but I, yeah. Uh, so, question five. It's our final one yeah. for now. They love their big band and swing music in Philadelphia. In Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. The Pennsylvania polka is one of. One of a song. It's a song. <laughs> it is a song. Is that in the movie Groundhog Day? It certainly is. I thought so, yeah. Keith Rainier was sentenced Tuesday to 120 years in prison for sex trafficking and other charges as the leader of which cult? It's the Inexivum. Nexivum. Nexivum. I don't know how to say it, but I know what it is. What is it? It's his. It was a cult. He was a. He was a motivational speaker. Oh no! That lived in a mansion <laughs> down by the lake. No, he. Made a lot of money, and they trafficked these young women in, and part of being part of the group meant you had to give sexual favors to the oh, leader no. and other people. It just, yeah, horrible, nasty, ick. Well, I'm glad he's sentenced to how many years? 120. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably not going to be getting out. You know, if you think about it, though, if he's in there for 120 years, it's only going to feel like 80, you know? <laughs> so he, it'll, it'll all work it'll out. It'll be fine for him, yeah. <laughs> it'll all work out. For him. (laughs) So four out of five, 80%. Yeah. Now we have the bonus rounds coming in our special feature. Okay. This is where we totally redeem ourselves. Yeah. We'll see how we do. We're happy with what we did. We didn't know the name of the fires. No. That was a tough one. Right. But now we know. See, that's the point, folks. Silverado. Silverado. We learned through. And that's it. You can't be perfect all the time, people. Right. Right. You're not. And believe it or not, we're not. What? Yeah, so we're going to take a break. We'll be back. Don't worry, we'll be back with more Past Week Next Week with Chris and Paul.
looking at the past seven days so you don't have to. You could join in on the experiment by calling or texting us at 913-735-0060. Do you know if your children are up to date with their immunizations? Hey, fellow Detroit parents, I'm Herman Moore, a former professional football player. I'm lucky to have two amazing sons, but I also know that being a parent requires a lot of work. And one of the most important things is helping to keep your children healthy. To help make sure they stay on top of their game, it was important to stay on top of their vaccinations. The CDC recommends a vaccination schedule that helps protect against 14 serious diseases before age two. There's a lot to consider when it comes to your child's health, but I know getting our children vaccinated with all doses at the scheduled times is one of the most important steps we can take to help protect them from serious illnesses. Visit vaccinateourchildren.com to find information about CDC recommended vaccinations. This message was brought to you by the Henry Ford Health System in partnership with Pfizer. Hi, Tom Gully from the Tom Gully Show here. Listen to the show every weekday at 5 p.m. right here on KCTK Radio, personality-driven radio. A just-launched nonpartisan web portal by Vote Saint Pack aims to empower the electorate in a unique way. Founder Rob Zimmer discusses what makes it different. We designed VoteSane as a user-friendly, one-stop destination that contains news, data, and insights, as well as a chance to influence government by donating to candidates and causes directly from our site. Now not only can voters see what their elected officials are saying and how they're voting, but regular folks get the same access as heavy-hitter insiders by donating to an incumbent or instead a challenger. VoteSane also provides social media content, on-site polling, and even voter registration. Our goal is simple. Help more Americans participate in our democratic process, all with a few clicks of a mouse. Technology's impact on the 2008 elections led to the Vote Sane concept, which has now become the only nonpartisan portal that accepts donations to candidates. For more information, visit votesane.com. Hey folks, I'm going to talk to you about Ranger Rob, pet poopy bags. I'm going to try to do serious things because I'm kind of worried about this. Gilly is my little best friend. She's a pug. She's seven years old. And recently she's walking weird. I may have mentioned this before on one of the other shows. I took her to the vet and she has slipped She slipped a disc. You know, we hear people do that all the time. This happened to a pug, Gilly. So she's having a little trouble. Sometimes she's going number two without her even knowing she's doing it. Oh, so it's kind of sad and I worry about her. And I don't know if eventually we'll have to do a surgery or what happens to her. But here's why I'm getting around the story. We were doing a show here the other day. She came down and got excited and goes right in the studio. Oh, wow. And so I was embarrassed when the people were there, but guess what? I just used Ranger Rob's pet poopy bag and picked it up. And it was, how easy was it, or hard was it? It was, it was easy. Oh. It was cost effective. It was eco-friendly. <laughs> it was pet poopy bags with easy to mail handles. Easy to wild handles. I didn't say that right. <laughs> but it's just simple. So here's what I want you to do. Buy some pet poopy bags and like take them when you take them for a walk. We all need to do that. But also just have them around the house sometimes. Mm. To take care of your best friend. Mm-hmm. You know? 
I have many friends who need to go poop sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Many. And I want to be there for them, and I want to help them out, and I don't want to make it a big deal. So, Pet Poopy Bags, the website is www.rangerrobshop.com. Or, if you want, you can go to uh, Amazon. I got my box for $9.95, $8.95. And tell them, I want you to tell them. You yeah. know what I'm going to say. I know where you're going. But I want you to tell them that Gilly sent you. All right? That is sweet. Poor baby. I know. She was my buddy for the first segment, but now she's gone. Yeah, she had to go. Okay. And welcome back to Past Week Next Week. Thanks, man. <laughs> With Chris and Paul. <laughs> mm. That was a great first segment. I just had another bite of breakfast pizza. Got a little bit of coffee left. I don't know, man. Life's good. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Yeah. Do you have any, any of the anxiety of, of voting? I'm actually very excited to vote. Uh-huh. And I'm very curious. You do have a vote shirt on yeah. today, so I appreciate that. Yep. Just a reminder, it's coming up. Vote. Mm-hmm. Be heard. Um, a lot of times after work, you know, I'm just, I've been in the house all day, so I will take a drive. And listen to an audio book or something. Uh, I've done it a lot recently, and the line up up on the Independent Square to vote has always been very long. And yeah. it's making me wonder, am I going to be waiting in line a long time? Or has yeah. almost everybody voted beforehand? Yeah. So when I get there Tuesday morning, it'll be quick. I'm, I'm really curious to see that. I was As I was watching CNN this morning, Jake Tapper's interviewing the governor of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And could, oh yeah, the Pennsylvania polka was playing oh, okay. the whole time. No, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the question is: the question he asked was, "There's been a lot of early voting, but are you going to be able to get them out on election day? Get the ec- votes on election day as well?" Mm-hmm. I thought that's the stupidest question. A vote is a vote, right? If everybody's right. voted early, or you get them out, you, as long as you get them out, right? I, yeah, but, I. Don't but know. they're making it like. If you don't get them out on election day, you you're going to lose. No, if you don't get them to vote, you're going to lose. Right. The only the only caveat may be mm-hmm. I was seeing multiple stories yesterday of Republicans trying to stop votes that have been sent in early from being counted. Yes. 100,000 in Texas, there was more somewhere else and they're they're trying to stop those early votes from being counted. Yeah. Which is horrifying, right? Absolutely horrifying. But you're going to vote on election day as well, I am, right? And I've I've gotten so much crap from it. Really, my fellow Democrat friends are like, "Well, you might as well just vote for Trump. You haven't even voted yet." I'm like, "What? I'm voting on election day, dude." <laughs> God. And then then I was asked. He said, uh, "My friend said, well, what if you get COVID?'" And my answer <sighs> is this: mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the polls with COVID, folks. Sorry, <laughs> I'm voting. Oh, they're saying what if you get COVID beforehand yeah. and and yeah. I can't go. Yeah, I'm going. Do you have COVID? No, I don't. Well, just don't get it in the next two days. That was that was my plan. <laughs> yeah, just stay away from people and you know. But I can go vote and then after that get COVID all I want. Yeah, all where, the time, every day, day if you right. want to. <laughs> every day. Yeah, I like election. Day. I like going to vote. Well, here's the thing that I think was important. A lot of people said this, and I actually did this, and I think it's 
what you should do every time is have a plan. Yeah. And so a lot of people, uh, I got a couple friends who left this morning. They're going on vacation uh-huh. to Mexico. Oh. Well, they had a plan to vote early, so yeah. they did that. I have a plan to vote on election day. Yeah. And I have, I'm not... I have nothing else to do. I've scheduled it to where I'm not in a hurry and I can wait in the line if I need to. Yeah. I've planned it out. You're the same way. Well, I have meetings on Tuesday, but I looked ahead. So I'm going to go to my workout class. It gets over at seven. I'm going straight to the polls. Mm -hmm. If I miss my morning meetings, I just do. Yeah. Um, You know, Quest Diagnostics will continue to run. And you'll just tell your boss, hey, it was longer than I thought it'd be. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had the opportunity to say that phrase before. So. Yes, and you've always wanted to say that to a woman. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, it's not just about news all the time. No, it's about fun news. I'm excited by this because these are actual stories that didn't depress me. <laughs> wow, and did, they did not make me worry about the future of our planet. Well, maybe we should just jump right into okay. them. Here is the pop culture news. Folks, here's Chris Whiting. Yes. So, to kick it off, Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost are married. Married? Yeah. (laughs) Married. (laughs) Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost are officially married. The actress and SNL star tied the knot over the weekend in an intimate ceremony with their immediate family and loved ones, according to a post from Meals on Wheels, which broke the news, saying it was the couple's wedding wish to call attention to the charity. It's a great charity. I used to volunteer for that. I remember that. Yeah, you delivered Meals. Did you ever open up one and just take a bite of something? No, I never. Come I, on, Paul. They offered it to me when I would deliver. They said you can have one. Oh, really? I took one home and ate it. Okay. All right. Fair but enough. I didn't like take a bite of some old person's food <laughs> and then give it to them. <laughs> that would be terrible. Terrible. Kind of funny if you like had done it and admitted it mm-hmm. on the show, but you're not going to admit it. So You know what is interesting about Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost? They that? seem... And I don't think you get this a lot. Mm-hmm. Certainly in your marriage or my marriage, they seem equal. They're both so good looking. Yeah. And funny and, and smart. Funny and successful. Right. Yeah. 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 They're just. You and I got outshone in the right. whole marriage thing yeah. by our partners. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Good for them. Uh, this one's. this. I usually like to say this one's for you, but this one's for Molly. Okay. Harry Styles sound like an ideal house sitter. What? Theodora, a self-proclaimed Harry Styles fan, recently shared on Instagram that she missed an opportunity to meet the musician when his car broke out par, car broke down outside her house. Wow. Theodora said in her absence, a family friend let Styles in to wait for his car to be repaired when he enjoyed some tea, took care of her fish. Well, I don't know what that means. That's and left a lovely note. <laughs> Is that what the the kids are calling yeah. these days. Okay, just on a scale of one to uh, a million, mm-hmm. how excited would one young Molly Whiting be if so, if Harry Shell's car broke and walked inside? Oh, she would be over the moon. Yeah. Now, if it were the situation here where she wasn't at the oh, house, oh my god, uh, you'd uh, be on suicide watch, right? I would. You know, I'd have to take lots of uh, snap talks and whatever the kids are into these days to send to her um but yeah that that girl that got her fish taken care of yeah by harry's that's uh i don't want to say it but i think 
Molly would like to have her fish taken care of. Easy. 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 <laughs> easy. All right. Okay. All right. Well, hey, how about this? Lay, lady, lay. Bob Dylan's Lay Lady Lay was an instant hit. Transcripts of a 1971 conversation with Dylan that are going up for auction. The songs revealed to have been written for Barbara Streisand. Wow. Streisand had no knowledge that the song was written with her in mind. I'm very flattered, Streisand said this week. What I remember is getting flowers from him with a handwritten note asking me to sing a duet with him, but I just couldn't imagine it then. Wow. Wow. I remember... My dad had a huge crush on Barbara Streisand. Yeah. And I couldn't figure it out. Um, she's amazingly talented, but I could, I just, I guess maybe at the time I just knew her from Yentl, where mm-hmm. she was dressed like a boy. Right. So to me, right. it was like, I don't know. And, and then you're watching Meet the, the Flockers. Flockers. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And then there she was. She's very cute if you look back in her old. She days. is. I actually watched not too long ago. What was? Is it What's Up, Pussycat? What? Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> was that yeah. a movie she was in? I think so. I think so. Yeah, I watched it. I'm like, okay, she's she's uh, yeah, she's a handsome lady. She sure is handsome. Yes. Uh, this is exciting. Uh, the Masked Dancer is coming. Fox is bringing a spinoff of its successful The Masked Singer reality series to air in December. The Masked Dancer will be hosted by Craig Robinson and will operate much on the same premise. The new program will feature celebrity contestants shaking their tail feathers. I didn't write this, folks. While covering by cover from head to toe in elaborate costumes and face masks, leaving audience to guess their identities. Oh, wow. I think this would be even harder than the singing. I bet it would. Yeah. Singing, at least you've got the voice. But like, mm-hmm. unless somebody has like a a body that's very recognizable, you yeah. Know? Like if it's Shaquille O'Neal, you might like hey, that guy looks to be about seven foot two. Right. That narrows it down a little. Yeah, bit, yeah, you yeah. Know? Who is the most famous dancer now? Who's like a really good dancer right now? Yeah. Uh, okay. What's that guy? Twitch is that his name? Twitch. I don't know. Maybe Twitch. Um, he's a guy that was on So You Think That You Can Be a Dancer too, like oh, okay. one of those shows and, yeah. and now he's hosting stuff. But that's or, or maybe uh maybe Derek Huff or his yeah, sister. Juliana Huff. Yeah, maybe one of them. So that's what's gonna be. It's gonna be some dancer. Oh, it's Juliana Huff. It's like, no, it isn't. Right. It's right. Wanda Sykes. <laughs> you know, it's someone <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so I won't be watching it, but no, well, neither will I. However, yeah. this next story covers something that I will be watching. I just mm-hmm. haven't yet. Sarah Cooper, everything's fine, gives the Trump satirist a bigger stage on Netflix. Sarah Cooper's parodies of President Trump turned her turned her into a social media sensation. Happily, her guest star-studded Netflix variety special incorporates her most famous shtick. The central concept cast Cooper as the host of a happy talk morning show, slowly losing her mind as she tries to maintain a perpetual faux smile while a pandemic-plagued world crumbles around her. I've seen it. Is it good? It's good. I love Sarah Cooper. She's. I like her more <clears throat> as Sarah Cooper than her Trump stuff. I think she's super cute and just charming. And what was amazing to me on this one is she has Fred Armisen and... Maya Rudolph are the co-stars of it. Oh, and wow. And all these other super super uh, celebrities on there. 
Okay, I've just seen a little clip of her and Helen Miram. Yeah, Helen, Helen Miram. Like, how did she get Helen Miram right. to do this? Right. And as I watch that clip, I'm like, she's good, but I hope the whole special isn't. It's basically drunk history to me in that yeah. clip. Like, you know, she's doing her pantomime of the Trump voiceover, and Helen Miram is Billy Bush, and yeah, it it isn't every. Part of it isn't great. Okay. It gets weird. Yeah. Um, and I think I blame Fred Armisen. Did you ever watch Portlandia? Uh, bits and pieces. I, I've actually been thinking about giving it a shot. Okay, give yeah. it a shot. And if you ever find a a skit that actually ends, let me know. Because they they never end. Okay. Not, not, I don't mean that they go on forever. I mean, there's just no snap to it. Okay, got it. And that's what this whole special is like. Okay. It's like, okay. But it, it's did, fun. Did you like that or the Tim Heidecker stand-up special oh, better? Tim Heidecker was brilliant. <laughs> the levels of brilliantness of Tim Heidecker is is unfathomable. Yeah. it's. Uh, I don't feel qualified to discuss it. I'm going to write wow. a research paper on it, though, or something like that. It, it is truly brilliant. Oh, I think I've been corrected by one of our listeners. <laughs> yeah, what was that? It's Helen Mirren, not Miram. Oh. There's no M at the end. Come on. My apologies. Again. Apologies, too. Again, you have to apologize. Dom to Helen Mirren. Well, I know you're excited by this, Chris. <laughs> a new trailer for Saved by the Bell reboot is here. Oh. School's back in session at Bayside High. Peacock's Saved by the Bell reboot featuring Mark Paul Gosner. I'm, hey, if I said that wrong, type it up. <laughs> and Tiffany Thiessen mm, yes. reprising the roles of Zach Morris and Kelly Kopaski. Mario Lopez is back as A.C. Slatter. And Elizabeth Berkeley is here as Jesse Spano. Nice. In the newest version of the popular 90s Saturday morning show... Zach Morris is governor <laughs> and is dealing with the students transferring to Bayside High School because the surrounding schools have financial problems. This sounds like a real fun one. God. His own son attends Bayside along with Jesse's son. Hey, wait a minute. There was one character central to the show that wasn't mentioned here in the reprise. Yeah. Dustin Diamond as Screech. Yeah. And I didn't see Mr. Belding in here anywhere either. He'll show up, I bet you. And what was the name of uh, the cute oh, girl that... Uh, that Screech was in love with. Yes. is Lisa, I think. was, it was sh- But yeah. I, don't, I don't know the actress's Lisa name. Turtle, I think, was her name yeah. on the show. But yeah, I can't remember her name as an actress. Well, we need her to show up actor. as well. I don't want to be sexist. Yeah. Now, will you watch that? I, I won't. Okay. Yeah. I used to watch Saved by the Bell in mm-hmm. my early 20s. I, I My first job out of school, I'd get off at like 3.30. I'd be home by 4, and that was on TV. And yeah. I would watch it and hate it the whole time. Yeah. But Well, I'm glad you became governor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Well, that was fun. That was uplifting. Ish. I have an idea. Okay. Let's not do this podcast anymore let's just do the tim heidecker uh podcast tribute podcast where we just every talk about how funny he is every week we talk about a line from his special okay and just talk about it to me not only is it extremely funny in an anti-comedy 
sort of way, mm-hmm. but it is absolutely fearless. Yes. And that maybe is what impressed me more than the humor. Just how how do you do that? Yes. A, how do you do it? How do you keep it up for an entire hour? Right. Just wow. Yeah. So, folks, we're going to do a special feature now. Oh, I know I'm you, excited. You love our special features. Sure. We're going to go back to Slate, and we're going to look at the special news quizzes that they have. There's two of them, Chris. Oh, are we doing both? Yeah. Okay. It's our show. It's called the October Surprise Quiz. Okay. And it will be some more news stuff. I think very much on the election, but that's what's on my mind. I'm having sure. sleepless nights over it. I mean, how how can anything else take front and center? So I right look now? at the polls and I listen to podcasts about where things going, and what the polls are saying that Joe Biden's going to win. Yeah. Then I see a thing on CNN that the guy who predicted uh, last time correctly is predicting Trump to win. I saw that. And so I looked up those guys, that guy's polls. Yeah. And he's the only one who's saying that. Which was the case last time, right? I don't think he was the only one last time. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I don't know. And has has the science of polling improved over the last four years? Yeah. I hope. Well, when I, I don't know if you've heard of the site. I'm sure you have. 538? Nope. It is Nate Silver, who's a pollster. And mm-hmm. 538 is the number of electoral votes. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and so he tracks this stuff. Sure. And he was interviewed on a podcast. See? You can get information from podcasts, folks. You can. Yeah. That the error that they made last year, last time, 2016, was a 2.1% error. Okay? Wow. And so that was enough within the margin to switch it over so the polls are wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. So what he says is... If there still is a 2.1% error, Biden wins because he's leading by more by more than that. Gotcha. Gotcha. And that's that to me sounds like you can walk across this uh, chasm with a board. <laughs> it will work, but it sounds scary, doesn't it? It sounds really <laughs> scary. Yes. It doesn't yeah. sound like the safest. Mm-mm. Yeah, the, and it's been interesting. You know, I, I see people reporting the numbers of Democrats that have voted early and the number of Republicans uh-huh. that have voted early. And a lot of the talking points have been, well, only, you know, I'm going to make it only twice as many Democrats have voted. So that means X amount of votes for Biden. Yeah. But but are we looking at Republicans that are voting for Biden or Democrats that right. are voting for Trump. Because right. it's not going to be an even split yeah. among the votes that all Democrats vote Biden. And- well, and then they can only do that with some states who you have to register what party you're on. Right. In our state, you, like, don't, you don't do that. Right. So let's do the quiz. We'll know the answers, but it still will give me anxiety. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, let's get all anxiety up. So, oh, we oh. Can't, I'm sorry. Do we have a... We got a, an intro for this? Uh, yeah, for the quiz. Oh, okay. And I'm, I'm excited that people know enough about the show to know nothing actually is okay until we um, play the thing. When I lost it. Yeah, it was right there. I don't know where right it went. Right there in front of my face. Yep. So take a break for yourself. Oh. 
Break's over, folks. Oh, okay. There we go. Okay. Question number one. Woo-hoo. Which is the subject of the first executive order signed by Trump just hours after he was inaugurated? I know this one. Um, I'm, I'm going to guess Paris Climate Accord, but... Oh, oh fudge. Wow, we're bad. Oh, wait. I don't know if we are yet or not. Oh, yep. We are. I thought it was... I thought his first one was um, banning from those Muslim countries. Remember that? Yeah. This says, after he failed to have Obamacare repealed, Trump followed up a few months later in October 2017 with the executive order promoting health care choice and competition. Now, did you see where he threw fit, didn't want to talk to Leslie Stahl? Yes. And then Kaylee... McEnany? Yeah, who's so good looking. <laughs> she walks in. Well, here's here's our health care plan. And it wasn't a health care plan. It was like... Yeah. Memos and executive orders and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a big book, though. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest book, uh, the likes of which you've never seen, that much I can tell you. <laughs> a lot of people are talking about it. <laughs> Who was the first Supreme Court justice placed on the bench by Trump? Uh, Neil Gorsuch. Such. Neil Gorsuch. Oh, wait. That's correct, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Yep. That was the one. Wow, and they have to put Merrick Garland as one of the choices. Nice. Yeah. That nice. was the one that the Republicans refused. Um, Merrick Garland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that move has really destroyed our democracy. It, Isn't it so weird how that little thing that did that? That one thing of, yeah. mm, sorry, we're nine months out from an election. There's yeah. not enough time. The people need to decide. Yeah. Yeah. It, and just the not even giving a hearing. Yeah. Give the hearing and then vote against him if you want. That's that's. I think we'd be having a completely different conversation if they would have had enough guts to bring up the person and vote him down. Yeah. And say that's what happens when you have a Senate who's not the same party as, as mm-hmm. the president. Yep. It goes that way. Yeah. Because this election time thing, I, I know a lot of Democrats – want to say well we shouldn't be doing it close election but you should just do it when you do it you're Mm -hmm. elected for the whole time Mm -hmm. so this wacko who they put on recently you know ruth died you gotta get another one yeah it goes that way but but they're just such hypocrites on the timing that's it and they didn't need to be they had the votes against it and what's up with mcconnell's hands by the way i don't know it looks like he literally has blood on his hands. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Get that. Mm. Once you try to look at the building <laughs> and it's in totalitarianism. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Matt Dillon from <laughs> from something about Mary. <laughs> also, he adds the text adds fuck Mitch. Oh, wow. Let's go to question number three. Okay. Donald Trump said there were very fine people on both sides of a deadly neo-Nazi rally in which city in August 2017? I believe it's Charlottesville. It is Charlottesville. Yay! Yay. That was was surreal and... Mm -hmm. If... if, God, that, that whole thing blew my mind. And... But there's been so much that's happened since then, it's like... Yeah. Ancient history. Now. Mm-hmm. Really weird. Yeah. 
see what the texters have to say hmm. about that. <laughs> oh, he's so happy that I knew that was Matt Dillon, yeah. who was pretending to be an architect, which was something that George <laughs> Costanza very much wanted to do. That's right. Yeah. You know, I've always wanted to pretend I was an architect, Jerry. <laughs> Okay, question four. Mm -hmm. In May 2018, Donald Trump unilaterally withdrew the U.S. from a joint comprehensive plan of action, a nuclear deal with which country? Uh, yes. Yeah, Iran. Iran. Iran's so, so far, far away. away. And now they say, folks, yeah. that they're closer to a nuclear weapon than ever before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We showed them. Yeah. And... I know. I know you listen to this program. You go, oh, we get it, Paul. We know you don't like Trump. But this is this is this is why you vote against him, folks. The great deal maker has never made a deal with anybody. No. He can't make a deal with Iran. He can't make a deal with Congress to do another stimulus thing. Mm -hmm. He can't do it. Right. He lied to you when he said he was a great <laughs> art of the deal guy. Yeah. The negotiator in chief. Yeah, he, he can't do it. No. And I don't mean, uh, you know, this all this all get along and hug stuff. I mean, just plainly getting anything done. Mm -hmm. He can't get anything done. Mm -hmm. And he has the absolute uh, nerve to tell Joe Biden, oh, you didn't get things done. Sometimes you have to work with the other side. He said that during the debate. <laughs> it's like, are you are you out of your mind? God. I think he believes what he says, though, in the moment. Yes. And then he's like a goldfish with... No, no short-term or long-term memory, and then he says something else completely different right. and believes that at the time. Right. Uh, I had a wise person, we were talking politics uh, the other day, and there's something that you can only get from this show, folks. We're going to tell you, this is his opinion, and I completely agree. You're not going to hear this on CNN or MSNBC or anything else. Here's the problem. He's a dick. Mm. He's a dick. Uh huh. He's a dick to everybody. So all these people that work for him, he was an asshole to them, and they left, and they're like, have to report what an asshole is. He calls Nancy Pelosi names, and then expects them to cooperate with him. Yes. And then the natural consequences. Read Seven Habits if you want to, folks. He belittles and says bad things about the press, and then gets upset that they're not fair to yeah, him. Yeah, that they're not nice to him. I mean, why should some stupid reporter um, have to be more fair than the president of the United States? Mm -hmm. So you can watch, oh, well, they're not really being fair and balanced to him, blah, blah, blah. Maybe you're right. But he's created this animosity between the two. It's only human nature to say, well, you just insulted me and my integrity. I'm not for you. And I don't know if you saw this story yesterday. I don't know if he was part of this or not but there were trump supporters protesting outside bill barr's house protesting uh -huh. him because he's not being aggressive enough on going after yeah. the bidens for this laptop thing right but the great art of the deal can give his, his own attorney general to yes. do what he wants to do yeah who is in lockstep with him maybe more than any yeah. attorney general has been with any president mm -hmm. ever so yes He'll just turn on anybody. Right. Yeah. He's a dick. Just remember that, folks. All right. He's yeah. a dick. Okay. Question five. All right. In March 2020, Trump admitted to which reporter that he was deliberately misleading the public on the dangers of the coronavirus in the effort to avoid in avoid inducing panic. Yeah. Bob Woodward. Yeah. Bob Woodward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again. 
he believes that's what he was doing. But then he'll go to his rallies and say, there's a caravan of people coming. They're going to yes. take your guns. Mm-hmm. So panic is his thing. Yeah. And I, I'm sure you saw this. I think it was Laura Ingram was at one of his rallies, and she was wearing a mask, and he made fun of her for wearing a no mask. Way. Yes, you didn't see this? Uh-uh. He goes, who is that over? I can't even recognize. What are you wearing a mask? I've never seen you with a mask on. But he will be in an interview with Leslie Stahl a week ago and say, of course, I think masks are very yeah. important. I've said it several times. But then he'll go to his rally and mock people for wearing it. Just That's what that's what I think is another failing his by, by, besides being a dick. Okay? Yeah. He acts like he's so tough. If he really had any uh, beliefs or convictions, he would fire Fauci and all those people, mm-hmm. never wear a mask, yeah. never let anyone in his thing wear a mask, mm-hmm. and say, that's it. The pandemic's over. Yeah. But he wants to play both sides of it because in the moment, that's how he's selling people. Yes. See, it goes back to... So, <laughs> those of you who think he's being effective this way, he's not being effective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And he's not... And he's not pushing your agenda, folks. <laughs> if you think, well, I want my agenda pushed because I like that, the stock market's going up. It was going up under the other president, too. Yep. And it will, it will continue to go up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. We're getting wound up here. Yes. All right. Sorry, folks. Um, I feel good about it, though, because it's been on my mind. What do you think of that? Oh, Hey. So, let's do the other one. Okay. Yeah, what's that, the other one? That was part one. Oh, there's a part dose? Yep. Oh, that's exciting to me. What's this one called? Power to the people? No? No. Okay. Is this part two? I think so. Take me to victory. Okay, here we go, folks. Okay. Exciting. Hope it's not the same one. Okay. Question one. The the in a deal brokered by the White House, which country became the third Arab nation to recognize Israel in return for Israel suspending its plan to annex the West Bank? Oh gosh. Was it was it uh was it the United Arab Emirates or Saudi Arabia? Yes, okay. It, it was Ooh. Emirates. It was the Emirates. Yeah. They were I love that band, the Emirates. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. Here's more criticism of Trump. Oh boy. This is a good thing. Uh-huh. You're the but you're the boy who called Wolf. You yeah. lie about everything else and then you do something good. No one freaking believes you. Right. Right. You have no integrity on it so no your trustworthiness is gone mm-hmm. so that's why this is underreported yeah so nice work on that hey well good for you for giving him a little attaboy uh see i them. don't think he did shit with it i think our career diplomats did it and israel pushed it <laughs> yeah so anyway there you go folks number two what was the subject of Trump versus Hawaii in a 2018 landmark Supreme Court case involving Presidential Proclamation 9645. I don't know. Was that the travel ban? I don't. I don't know which one this is here. 
It was the travel ban. Yeah, I'm smarter than I think. Supreme Court ruled that the Muslim ban was not obviously motivated by religion. Was not obviously motivated by religious bias, despite many public statements to contrary by Trump. That was a disaster because it was um, only focused on certain countries. Yeah, but it had nothing to do. <laughs> okay, let's go to the next question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Number three, question, uh, Trump signed the First Step Act into law in December 2018 in an effort to reform which of the following? The First Step Act. Boy, this is tough. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I think I know what it is. What do you think it is? I think it's criminal justice. I was just going to say that, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's, again, Yeah. That's I would call that the number two thing that Trump did. Good thing. Yes. Yeah. So that was a good thing. But if, you know, you have the leader in the Senate to push it through was Cory Booker. Mm-hmm. Okay. And guess what? What? He's insulting Cory Booker the same week that they're working on this together. I know. You know. I know. Yeah. He demands loyalty, but shows None. no loyalty yes. to anyone. Yes. Yeah. So good job, Trump. Good job. Question four. The former FBI chief, James Comey, said Trump asked him for loyalty and had indirect requests that Comey drop the FBI's investigation of which staff member? Michael Flynn. Michael Flynn. That's right. Yeah. Remember that one. Yep. So Michael Flynn, Paul Manafort, Roger Stone, George Papadopoulos. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure I'm missing someone. Um of the people who ran his campaign, yes, the they're all indicted or right. legal troubles. Yeah, Rick Gates. Rick Gates, except for Kellyanne Conway, and she can't even control her fifteen-year-old. <laughs> well, who can control That's her fifteen-year-old? I'm I, I, I'm such a fan of Claudia uh, mm-hmm. Conway. What about George? George is great. I follow him on Twitter. Me too. Yeah. And follow a lot of those Lincoln Project guys. They're, yeah, they're sharp, man. Yeah, they are smart dudes. It'll be, it will be so interesting to see what happens in a new world if Biden wins with all those never yeah. Trumpers. Yeah, it it'll be very interesting to yeah. see. Do they fall off from support at that point, mm-hmm. and then you know fight for policies that they think should be done that are different from, or is it some kind of new? I don't know, powerful collective that started now, up. I want my liberal friends to be accepting and bring people to the fold. Okay. Mm-hmm. I saw an interview, it may have been a year ago, but this this guy who was congressman who was running against for president against Trump named George not George, uh Joe Walsh. Uh-huh. He was a right wing guy. He was the one who yelled at Obama at the State of the Union. Yep, I remember this. But somewhere along the way, he figured out that Trump was terrible for our country. Yes. So he's on Bill Maher, and Bill Maher's giving him shit. And I'm thinking, I know, he deserves shit, but can we be happy that someone sees the light? Yeah. I follow Joe Walsh on Twitter, Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, he's he's come around, come a long way in his beliefs. Yeah. Okay, question five. Mm -hmm. In which country did Trump meet face-to-face with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un in a 2018 summit to discuss nuclear disarmament. I think it was Singapore, but I'm not... Okay, I am for certain. 
Singapore. Yeah. Is Singapore a country? I thought it was a city. I don't know. I mean, it said, yeah, it's a country. Okay. All yeah. right. Part of their meeting, Trump had frequently disparaged Kim calling him Little Rocket Man, which is a way to build friendship. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, of course, our listener follows Joe Walsh with the Eagles. <laughs> you know, Joe Walsh with the Eagles is married to uh, a woman whose her sister's married to Ringo Starr. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. They're brother-in-laws, and they hang out That's all the time. That's kind of cool. Let's see what our text line says to us. Okay. Uh, Detroit. I forget what that was. What about the emails? Good point. Good point. Yeah. George Orwell, <laughs> and I follow George. Uh, why do they keep saying calling him George? I don't Joe know. Joe Walsh with the Eagles. I've well, come around on the Eagles. We had a discussion about the Eagles. We did. You like them now? I think I, I think I was just being a jerk. Oh wow! They have some good music. I don't have to love them. Yeah, but they're good. That's where I am. Okay. They're not my favorite band. Yeah, and I probably wouldn't even pay attention to them except my wife loves them, and mm-hmm. so we've seen them in concert. We've watched their documentary. Like the Eagles are good. I like the Eagles. That was a rockumentary. Oh God, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> at least it wasn't a cockumentary. What? I don't know. <laughs> so that's our special fun feature, folks. That's supposed to be part of the show where we have a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, we pooped the bed on that one, huh? Jeez Louise. But we'll take a break and we'll be back <laughs> with more. Past week, next week with Chris and Paul. Thanks, folks. Join in on the experiment by calling or texting us at 913-735-0060. We dare you. Guys, want to get your wife or girlfriend a gift that will change her life? Ladies, how would you like to have great eyebrows, luscious lips, an eyeliner that stays put, and makeup that doesn't go anywhere? How would you like to go all day looking like your makeup was just applied? If you said yes to any of those things, then the answer is permanent makeup. This simple and easy procedure is quick, painless, and the results are outstanding. No more reapplying and no more smudging of your makeup. And in our area, Natural Image Salon in Lee Summit is the only place to perform your your permanent cosmetic procedure. The professionals at Natural Image Salon and Lee Summit are your answer to waking up every morning with perfect makeup and the great feeling of knowing whether you're swimming, working out, or just waking up, you will always look beautiful. Call Natural Image Permanent Cosmetic Salon at 816-525-9971. 816-525-9971 for a free consultation. Gift certificates are also available. Tell them you heard this ad and get $25 off any procedure. Natural Image, your investment in a beautiful you. This is Drew from KCTK Radio's Week Review with Paul and Drew. Listen to the show every weekday at 3.30 p.m. and live show Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. Right here on KCTK Radio, personality-driven radio. Do you see that doggy in the shelter? 
Hi, I'm Buddy, the adorable puppy you adopted from the Humane Society. Meow. I'm Whiskers, a fluffy kitty, just waiting for someone to love me. When you adopt a pet, we hope your new furry friend will become a cherished member of your family. And as Buddy and Whiskers will tell you, the key to success is following the rules to love by. Well, that's right. Please give me food, water, and exercise every day. To stay healthy, I need the same kind of things you need. Talk to me. I like hearing your voice. You're my best friend. Please don't stay mad at me or lock me up as punishment. Remember, I'm probably going to live 10 to 15 years, so take care of me when I get old. One day you'll need someone to take care of you, too. A message from the Montgomery County Humane Society. Visit www.mchumane.org for the complete rules to love by. be your best friend for This is Hartzell from the KC Morning Show. Listen every weekday, 9 a.m., right here on KCTK Radio. Personality-driven radio. Everything's running smoothly. Welcome back to Case, uh, our show. <laughs> Past week, next week, it's Chris and Paul. Last week, last week. <laughs> I was laughing at what you said. We have a new show on the station. Uh-huh. Casey Morning Show. It was voted the number one podcast in Kansas City, and we play it um, every more every weekday morning. That's awesome at nine o'clock. Yeah, and uh, then after that is our show. We we play this show. Oh, okay. We follow up. That's yeah. nice. And it's by Hartzell. Yes, <laughs> Hartzell. He's so hot right now. <laughs> Hartzell. <laughs> I'm going to tell him that. Hopefully, <laughs> people know what movie I'm referring to there. We've had uh, some interesting times in, oh, the, in the last so interesting nine months. Yeah, and what has been what has got you through this time? You know, there. So alcohol, mm-hmm. um, first of all. Mm-hmm. Secondly, there have been some people that have had like breakout performances on social media. Yes, as a direct result of all the craziness that's happening right now, and there are a few of them that who's, I, a, who's a couple that you would mention. So a couple that I would mention. I'm um, Brent Terhune. Oh yes, is one, and he does this shtick where he acts like he's a a stereotypical MAGA person, mm-hmm. but it's satire and he fools people yes. on social media with right. that. And it's great because everybody gets pissed at him about it. And I love it. And it's hilarious. And then Blair, Oh, Erskine. Ers- yeah. Uh, is another, one. and she does the same thing. Mm-hmm. She plays different characters. She might be Rudy Giuliani's daughter in one video. Yeah. <laughs> She's a MAGA teen. She- a MAGA teen. <laughs> she did that one. Yeah. So they're two of my favorites right there. Well, could you imagine if they got together and did something? Dude, that that would be a crossover. That would be like the Harlem Globetrotters and the Mystery Machine gang getting together yeah. and doing a show together. Did you that happened too? Did you it know did. That? Oh, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> it did? Well, here's the best the greatest crossover since uh Batman versus Superman. Oh, yeah, that's a good one too. Here is Brett and What's her name? Blair. Brett and Blair with their latest thing. And they did it. They did it together, folks. We usually don't go trick-or-treating on account it's the devil's night, but the governor said we can't. So now we are because we're not a bunch of sheep. We're not going to live in fear. <laughs> so I'm putting up these decorations so we can 
live in fear. Got my hubby setting up outside for a haunted house. I'm so excited about it. I'm doing the inside, and it's spooky in here, y'all. We got all kinds of spooky decorations. Cobwebs, skeletons, a Biden 2020 sign. Um, the kids are super excited because they get to go trick-or-treating this year, and we're taking all the kids. We're taking Braxton, we're taking Tyranny, we're taking Miranda, Deanna, Lorraine. <laughs> Braxton, what? What did I tell you? I said you could be a cop or you can be Batman. Because he's also a cop. No, you can't be the moon, Fraxon. The moon is a girl. No, we're not going to TP in this house because I fought several strangers in the toilet paper aisle of a Walmart just so you could wipe your ass. I'm going as a phony witch hunt. <laughs> phony witch hunt. Hey, Fraxon, baby, go get mama's gun. No, you don't need a key, baby. It's on the floor in the kitchen. <laughs> need a key? Oh, my God. Alexa, play my spooky playlist. My fellow Americans. Our haunted house is so scary. I wouldn't come here if you're a lib unless you want to shit your pants. But if you want to shit your pants, then I would come here. We blindfold you. You walk through a pizza gate. You're fumbling around and your hand lands in a bowl of Hillary's emails. I mean, we're pulling out all the stops, okay? Holy gobbles. Straight white marriage. What else do I got? I go... Oh my god, I scared myself. Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh my god. <laughs> Kids don't eat that candy yet. Mom and Dad gotta check it for drugs. We got good candy, right? And alt-right Twix. <laughs> Get that all the joy out of your mouth. Fraxon, you're allergic to joy. Break out in hives. <laughs> Did the kids get any cough drops in their candy? We usually... Wasn't that amazing? Oh, that was so good. So good. Your favorite line is... my. Well, my favorite line was... We got all the good candy. We got right and all right Twix. <laughs> yeah. And my second favorite is, Tyranny, get that almond joy out of your mouth. You're allergic to joy. <laughs> God. All right, I hope they become superstars like uh, our friend Sarah like Cooper. Like Sarah Cooper. Yeah. Sarah Cooper is another of my faves. And then I want to give a shout out to uh, J.L. Coven as yes. well. Do you find, he does a great Trump he impression. Does, does The yeah. voice sounds exactly like him. Yeah. Exactly yeah. like him. He's got some hilarious stuff out there. Now, did you know this is coming from the uh, uh, text line? Uh, where do we need to start? Detroit was the Muslim country that did something in the Mideast regarding your question. Okay, thank you for that. Oh, okay. Uh, did you know because of all the Muslims there, you can't buy pork? No, I did not know I did, that. I did not know that. Did you know Biden supports China? The three red lines on his sign mean China? I mean... Now it's obvious that yeah. I've been told. <laughs> Unbelievable. God dang. What about the red stripes on our freaking uh, uh, flag? Did they support Did they, yeah. the mean China too? What about the red hats that say make America great again? Yeah. Do those stand for China well, too? Yeah, because they're made in China. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that? Mm -hmm. So that's good. And we're going to get you ready for the next week. We sure are. That's what we do. And uh, I don't know. I Quite frankly, I don't know if I'm ready for the next week. <laughs> But we're going to try. It's, it's scary. So we do headlines and predictions. We take headlines. We rip them yeah. from the headlines. <laughs> and so, then we make a funny joke about it. <laughs> well, we make a joke. I, I was telling Paul in show prep that I, I, they're not jokes. Like, I, I'm incapable of actually writing jokes. It's just truth, I think. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see how this goes. President Trump and Democratic rival Joe Biden held dueling rallies in Florida, one of the swing states that could tip Tuesday's election. Trump, whose path to victory depends on winning the Sunshine State, addressed supporters in Tampa in the heart of a swing region with a big county that went for him in 2016, but twice backed Obama-Biden before that. 
Those attending the Biden rally were able to catch his final appeal for support in the lead up to the election on Tuesday, while those who attended the Trump rally were able to catch COVID. Paul? Thanks, Chris. Sure. The United States recorded more than 88,979 new coronavirus cases, the highest single-day count since the pandemic started. Most regions are seeing a huge spike in cases, with Iowa, Illinois, and Ohio among the nine states shattering the records for new infections. South Dakota and Wyoming also reported new highs for the seven-day average of deaths counted daily. I don't know. Just there's it's everything's so grim. But yeah. please. Nearly 9 million COVID-19 infections have been reported in the United States since January with about 228,300 Americans dying from the virus. Mm. The White House pointed out that the number would be much smaller, but people continue to notice that notice and track that their loved ones have died. See again. <laughs> Again, it's not even... See, if you didn't count that they were dead and you didn't notice they were dead, then the number would be less. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that logic. Chris? Hey, thanks, Paul. (laughs) Early voting continued to smash records at the end of the final week before Election Day. More than 80 million Americans had cast their ballots in the presidential election. The record-breaking pace included an unprecedented number of mail-in ballots. And thanks to the efforts of Postmaster General Louis DeJoy, up to 60% of those ballots could conceivably make it to officials on time to be counted. Paul? (laughs) Wow. Again, not a joke. Wow. Okay. The Trump administration announced the gray wolves will no longer receive federal protection under the Endangered Species Act. This will affect the population in the lower 48 states, turning management over to local wildlife agencies. Interior Secretary David Bernhard said the species has exceeded all conservation goals for recovery. Defenders of Wildlife President Jamie Rappaport-Clark said gray wolves wolves occupy only a fraction of their former range and need continued federal protection to fully recover. This reporter says that they should worry less about the gray wolves and focus more on the slutty cougars. Yeah, that's awesome. Chris? Thanks, Paul. Former Hurricane Zeta, which I would pronounce Zeta, but I've heard it on the news pronounced Zeta, so I'm going to say that for my story. Okay. Continued to make its way up through North Carolina and Virginia, leaving more than 2.1 million people without power as strong winds churned. Zeta made landfall in Louisiana as a Category 2 storm with winds of 110 miles per hour. It moved north-northeast at almost 50 miles per hour, weakening to a post-tropical cyclone. Officials have given President Trump a Sharpie and a map in order to determine where Zeta may head next. Paul? That's a good one. Thanks, man. Uh, And finally. (laughs) Finally. Walmart is removing firearms and ammunition off the sales floor and some of its stores in response to protests in Philadelphia providing the police shooting of Walter Wallace Jr. There is no timetable for returning items to the sales floor, but items do remain available for purchase by consumers. This has been a big boom for Philly-based Crazy Larry's Discount Guns, Nazi Supplies, and Off-Brand Narcotics right off (laughs) I-76, open late on Fridays. (laughs) Oh, Off-Brand Narcotics. There we did it. You know, we make a promise that we're going to do that every week, and we did it. We did it? Do we do good? No. (laughs) 
But we did it. Did we try? Not really. Not, not particularly. No. If we tried harder, would it be better? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so sure. Oh, that's good stuff. It's great. Okay. So we've got a big week coming up. Mm-hmm. I mean, give us the outline. What do you What do you think? So, um, so a couple things. Highlights of my week. Uh-huh. Um, my oldest daughter already changed her residence to Columbia, Missouri, so she can stay there and vote. My youngest daughter did not and didn't get. Why did she do that? I don't know. I don't know. So she votes there. My youngest daughter is going to be coming home on Monday, mm-hmm. tomorrow, to vote here in person. So uh, On Tuesday? On Tuesday, mm-hmm. yeah. So pretty excited um, to see her. And hopefully, I don't know if she'll want to get up as early as I'm going to be voting. But I would love yeah. to vote with her and see her cast her first uh, first ballot in an election. So that's kind of exciting. That's, I mean, that's it for this. Then week. you're going to be know. jealous of me then because I, yeah. I am going with both daughters and, and my wife together. We're all going to vote. Where's your polling place? It is the, the Baptist church up here. Oh, okay. Mine's Truman High School. Yeah. It's where you graduated. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm not going with both daughters because one just moved and still registered here, but the other one's registered. She out the vote. And then, but my oldest isn't working that day either so we're gonna vote and i think the plan is to drink oh okay just sit around and hang out yeah here at at the house afterwards yeah we may do we used to do a a podcast called generation right unite yeah generation unite we may do one of those but she's so busy i i can't wait till this happens but she's going to be featured in a, a hbo max documentary that is so awesome. I've told you about yes. that, right? Yeah. So she's like a superstar who would never bother to be on a program such as this. She's <laughs> she's on real programs. Has she outgrown KCTK? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. So that should be fun. And that then, should be awesome. Then um, I don't have anything at all scheduled for Wednesday either. Okay. Now, speaking of planning, what time are you planning to go vote? Great question. I'm going at 9 o'clock. Nine. So get the morning rush out of the way. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 I'll be there, you know, about 7.15. Mm-hmm. We'll just see how, how long yeah. that line. So you're not working Tuesday or Wednesday. That's right. I'm considering taking Wednesday off mm-hmm. myself. And uh, either, oh, I know what I'll be doing. It won't be healthy. Yeah. I'll be watching just glued to it yeah no matter what happens yeah you'll be watching the coverage mm-hmm. yeah yeah i know man and eating un- unhealthy food and drinking too much oh god that sounds so good yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes so we all have the interesting interesting show next yeah i can't wait for the show next week yeah um depending on the outcome the tone and tenor could go one of two very divergent directions mm-hmm. i think do you have a you have a prediction at all I'm, you know, crossing my fingers, knock on wood. I think Biden's going to win. Mm-hmm. What about you? I think Biden's going to win. My prediction is 294. 294. Okay. Yeah. Which okay. isn't. Yeah, isn't that's not land, much. Above. It's not, it's not much. Yeah. My, you know, what I see and I look at it that they've been talking about Texas and Florida and Georgia. Mm-hmm. I just don't see them happening. Yeah. What about Arizona? They're talking about that. Too. I think Arizona happens. Mm hmm. Um, I don't know about North Carolina. Yeah, that's hard. And I think he he wins Michigan, Wisconsin, and Philadelphia. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. 
I think he gets that old blue wall back. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I don't think he's going to get Texas. Maybe Florida. Maybe. So uh, here's 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 why I have my prediction, and uh, a lot of smart people have looked through this stuff, but this is just real simple for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read this to you. Okay. Now, four years ago, Hillary Clinton, which, okay, let's go back to this. Hillary Clinton lost by eight-tenths of a point. Michigan, 0.2% point. Pennsylvania, 0.7%. And Wisconsin, 0.8%. Wow. Okay. So that is just, that's turnout. That just, that, if everything else being equal, that's just turnout, regular mm-hmm. turnout. Since Trump, here's the facts on this one Trump went, won Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Romney lost Wisconsin. Mm hmm. Romney got more votes than Trump did. Oh, wow. So that shows you the turnout was not very good right? in some of these key states. Right. And turnout's going to be good. Oh, I think so. Donald Trump is amazing at voter turnout. Mm-hmm. He, the people that love him, they're going to always they love vote. Him. Yep. And he has done an amazing job of motivating the Democratic Party to go vote. <laughs> He's motivating everyone. Yeah. I, I, I want Joe Biden. I like Joe Biden. I'm motivated to get Trump out. Yeah. Oh, so, me too. So I think yeah. that that's it. And okay. Arizona is really interesting because I don't know, man. It it seems to be going that way. It it does. Yeah. I I don't know. But of course, the news wants to make everything, you know, dramatic. And see, I think Florida, Biden will be close, but they know how to steal elections down there. They yeah. they've done it before. And Texas is just too. It's just too Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, it just. And Georgia the same way. It's just, I know you're going. They're going to have you know forty nine percent of the vote Democrat, and they're mm-hmm. still going to lose. Then, yeah, and they're going to get all the electoral votes. That's right. I wish more states did like Maine and Nebraska, where they you know divided it up mm-hmm. based on the percentage of vote. Oh, but, I had a terrible conversation with some Trump supporters. Yeah, about that type of thing. I, you know, there's this. They said, I bet you're one of these people that want to get rid of the electoral college. Yeah. No. I want to get rid of the presidency. <laughs> I think we need a parliamentary system. Interesting. Wow. And, we're, you know, where the parliament or the legislature picks the leader of the country. And Based on our votes yeah. for that party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's radical. It is but, radical. Uh, you can thank your pal Trump for that. All right. Uh, let's finally, before we close the show, let's go to um, our text one last time. We've got this one kid, Mongo. He's got a forehead like a a drive-in movie theater. Those goofy bastards are about the best thing I've got. Hey, I work at SkyMall, fella, and I don't appreciate you jabbing us. We all know what that's from. We do? Yeah. Don't we? I, I know what the goofy bastards is from. That's more something about Mary and uh, Matt Dillon, who's just awesome. But I don't know the Sky Mall. What's that? I think it's the same thing. Oh, okay. So, 
Let's. Oh, I, got, I got too many things going on here. You do. You got a Let, lot going on. Let's go to our closing song. Oh, it's Gaffigan. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And go ahead, Chris. All right. Let's close us out. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to Past Week Next Week with Chris and Paul. Since you love the program, please rate and review the podcast on your favorite podcast distributor. We'd love to hear from you. And you can contact us at 913-735-0060 or at pastweeknextweek at gmail.com. And join the Past Week Next Week Facebook page. Also, make sure you listen to all the great programs on KCTK Radio, Delmarva Talk Radio, and Good Talk Radio. Plus, support our sponsor by picking up some Ranger Rob pet poopy bags. On behalf of Paul, I'm Chris saying goodbye. And on behalf of Chris, here I say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and here is Power to the People to get you ready for the election week oh, with John Lennon. Good one. Can you see it? Uh, I gotta switch my input. Here I go. Right on. You can't sit still to this. Sideburns. What is that a picture of that was on that guy's sign? I don't know. It looked like a vagine. <laughs> mm, I like that party. <laughs> what you're seeing, folks, is just a bunch of people being powerful? Yeah. Well, they're making their voice heard, you know? And the idea is that the week coming up we get to have our voice. Exactly. Our power. Oh, man. And there's the Tiananmen Square guy. Yep. Man. What happened to that guy? Oh. Oh, I'm sure he just retired quietly with no... <laughs> no repercussions. Yeah, of embarrassing the, their yeah. totalitarian government. Oh, wow. Did you see his hat there? Yeah. He looks like Rudy from the Cosby Gang. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people have said that about John Lennon. <laughs> he really does. Ah, Statue of Liberty. Lady Liberty! Oh, wow. Oh, God. Look, they're, they're going over the gates. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hippies. You think back in those days you would have been a hippie? Yeah. Yeah. I like taking showers too much is the only thing yeah. I disagree with them about. I probably would have liked, you know, I like the acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. I'm not a tough guy. I probably would have been a hippie. Yeah. I would I just would have been a hippie that took showers and drank vodka instead of heroin. Yeah, that's fair. Did hippies do heroin? Was that what they were known for? John Lennon did. Okay. So thanks a lot, folks. We'll see you next time. Peace. TK Production, produced by Paul Lavoda. If you want more information about this content, then you have some real weirdness going on. You can always check out KCTK Radio on Facebook. Listen to live programs at kctkradio.com. Yes, and that is on the World Wide Web. Thank you.